before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to episode three of the STR Sisterhood. This is Stacey St. John, and I am so excited that we get to spend some time together today and that you get to meet today's guest, Emily Miffner. Now, Emily is a digital marketing guru from New York City, and she owns short-term rentals in upstate New York. Not only are you going to hear her story, but she also dropped some pretty amazing advice on how she has leveraged social media to very quickly grow her short-term rental brand. Let's go ahead and dive in. OMG, this is going to be such a fun conversation. Today, I am joined by Emily Mithner. Emily, first and foremost, thank you for being here and taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us. Of course. Well, thanks for having me. Your group has been one of the most helpful communities and resources that I've found in this STR journey. So I'm super happy to be here. Amazing. So speaking of your STR journey, why don't we, before we go there, I'm going to have you actually talk us through a little bit about who you are and where your STRs are located. Sure. Well, so I have been in the digital marketing space since I started my career. So almost 15 years now and got into real estate. If you're counting research phase, like I would say over two years ago, and I am based in Queens. So I'm a big, big New Yorker at heart. And so my husband and I had always had an interest in potentially getting properties in upstate New York. And so That is ultimately what we decided to do for our short-term rental properties. So we always had the goal of having a a modest suite of properties. So three to five is the ultimate goal as of now. And we ended up launching our first property in November 2021. And we closed on our second property this past August, so August 2022, uh, which is exciting. So we're hoping that will open at the end of 2022. So our brand is called getawayupstate.com. So from the beginning, we always knew that we wanted to have a big push to, you know, have a brand, have multiple properties with each one of them having a name under that brand, but creating that brand with content and marketing on social media, on our blog, so that we would be building up resources and thought leadership in this, you know, upstate space. And as we add properties, you know, we can cross sell and upsell that sort of thing. So that's the, that's the short story there. 
I love that. And I want to ask you about that brand building here in just a few minutes. First, before we cover that, I'm curious, how did you even get into the world of short-term rentals? What made you decide that this was an avenue that you wanted to explore for your life? So this is a side investment thing uh, within the, my my life, my, me and my husband. So we had always had this idea of, you know, having a property upstate and we just, we truly, truly love that area. So I would say, you know, I know that's not on everybody's requirement list, but I definitely think it really helps if you love the area and the community and it just helps you market it, right? And, and, to, and you want to be a part of it and welcomed and accepted in your area. So my husband had ended up getting actually in a group real estate coaching program for long-term rentals a couple of years ago with a friend and a, and a cousin. And so while he was doing that, I started sort of looking more into the short-term rental side of things. And part of that is because I did have experience with Airbnb. I rented out a room in my apartment many, many, many years ago, not really legally as many people did in the beginning, like really early 2012-ish. So, you know, when they used to send for free a photographer to your house, when the reviews didn't used to happen after both people left reviews and you would always leave the guest a good review because you wanted a good review, like very early on. But I really enjoy the hosting and the hospitality and the experience side because that does align with my professional background. So I've had multiple businesses and a lot of them revolve around experiences and events and that sort of thing. So a lot of that stuff comes sort of naturally to me. So as he was learning more about real estate for long-term rentals, I started looking more into the short-term rental space and like financial side of that. And, you know, we just ultimately, you know, we started, we started looking and we ended up finding a place and we took, took the jump and it just made sense for our skill set of the people involved. I think a bit more than the long-term rentals are flipping necessarily. So that was like kind of a journey to, to figure out. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to your day job, which is in the world of digital marketing. I'm curious how that experience has impacted your short-term rental business. How have you kind of crossed that over into your short-term rental life? And how do you feel like it's impacted your business? I think it's huge, I would say. I mean, it's a really crowded market where we are. So, you know, especially during the pandemic, I don't know the stats, but, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people bought houses and many of them with the intention of either renting out you know, like we're doing more so as a business or part-time somewhere in between just to pay their mortgage. So, you know, you're not just competing with other people running these rentals as businesses. You're competing with the person who just wants to shave off some of their mortgage, which means they're going to have lower prices. And you know what I mean? So there's a lot of competition. And so this, you know, we always approached it knowing that, again, we wanted to build this brand. We were going to have a draft booking site. We we're going to have an Instagram account and we want to create useful resources for people who want to travel up there so that ultimately within all the competition, you know, one of the reasons they would hopefully choose us is because they see, wow, look at, they really know the space and, you know, or I'm just going to follow their account because they post more than anything tips about the area and things to do. So I think that's had a big impact. You know, we've been, we're really happy with our results so far in terms of 
our numbers, the revenue we've been able to make, the amount of bookings we've been able to have. Of course, we're hungry for more in building and growing, but you know, I think marketing is a big way you can differentiate yourselves. I think most markets have a lot of competition at this point. So it's really something to consider if you're looking for a way to stand out. Sure. And I know you are very heavily involved in the digital marketing space specifically. I'm curious if you would share some of your favorite strategies for leveraging digital to really, really drive eyes and lookers and bookers into your properties. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, you know, I think the first step to think about for the the extra things that you can do to build up your brand or create content is to first think about what is content that is going to be useful for your guests before they book, like they're thinking about booking your place. And then also once they book your place, because to be honest, you know, most people, the bookings that they're going to get first are going to be from Airbnb or VRBO. And so, you know, first thing is like, think about what questions are people, you know, might not be so obvious or clear in terms of what your differentiators are from your Airbnb listing or your your VRBO listing. And so, for instance, the example I like to give is, you know, we actually provide a lot of kitchenware. We're lucky that we actually got a hookup and got a friend to give us a bunch of really cool and beautiful, but uh, kind of not common cookware. We have a pie plate, we have a casserole dish, we have a big crock pot, you just, just like everything you might need. And our first booking was actually for Thanksgiving. And so that guest asked us, she's like, what cooking, you know, things, tools do you have? And so instead of just, you know, typing out a list, I made an Instagram post where I just took a picture of all of these non-obvious things. I didn't take a picture of just like plates and dishes, but, you know, kind of the non-obvious stuff and, you know, put a little list of this is what we provide. And then I shared with her that link, you know, and I actually, so, you know, it's like I made... But then that post is also for everyone to see. So if somebody finds our account, they're also able to get that information. So I think that's, you know, one of the first steps you can do to take take your, to think about what type of content you might want to create. You know, what makes your property unique? So for instance, we're always talking about on our Instagram, we have a number of posts talking about the layout of the house and how it's really great for groups because the bedrooms are separate. Like one one on one floor, one on another, and two on opposite one floor, but on opposite ends. So that's something unique that you know. Even if we put it in the listing, it just it just might might not be super obvious. So we've created some content and posts around that. So I think just starting there, and actually even before that, you know, the first things that you can do on say Instagram, which we can talk more about, that the social media platform I recommend the most is just put the same pictures from your listing on Instagram, you know, and you can copy and paste the same captions as well. I'm a big believer and it's very important to be efficient and to reuse content and not always, you know, start from scratch, especially because so many people do this, you know, on the side or part-time and not full-time. I love that because when you sit down and think about, oh man, I've got to do my marketing, I'm using air quotes around the word marketing, it can feel really overwhelming And you kind of sit there with a blank piece of paper and a pen to jot down ideas and then the ideas don't come. So I love the concept of keeping it very simple and 
basically repurposing your Airbnb listing to start with, right? So that you have a baseline of content that then you can grow from. Very cool. I'm curious also when you took the picture to answer the question about the cookware, did you in the post itself call out the question or was it just an informational post that was aimed to enlighten everyone, but not necessarily, quote, answering the original guest question? Yeah, I think we just wrote it as sort of, you know, not as if somebody had asked us that, but you could do it that way too. Honestly, I think that would be cute. Even, you know, if a caption format is kind of question we get, do we allow pets? Yes, we love pets. And here's all the things that we provide for your dog, in addition to actually allowing you to bring them, you know, and here's our fee, right? That's just another great example. And something else that is a big thing that's a quick win is on Instagram, having a really clear and information packed bio, you know, really using all the characters. I mean, I usually end up going right, like literally right to zero characters. What is the most important information about your property or properties or brand? So I actually just updated our bio recently because we have the second property, which even though we're just working on it, I want people to know that it's coming because obviously we're hoping that a lot of our old guests will, you know, maybe come back and rent or recommend the, the new property. But so, you know, really basic number of bedroom and baths, right? Maybe you're putting how many square feet? Because actually the square feet thing I always think is interesting. It's on VRBO, but Airbnb does not have a square foot section. So for instance, for me, you know, our house is really large and it's 2,600 square feet. So I put that in a lot of places sometimes because Airbnb doesn't make it easy. And that's how a lot of people find us. So I like to put that in there, especially because we have people who are coming to escape the city, which is usually a lot of tiny apartments. So, you know, thinking about like, who are the most, who are the people booking most likely and what do they care about? So another thing for us is two hours north of NYC, right? Most of our people are coming from Brooklyn. They're coming from Queens, Manhattan, whatever. So just making it clear, it's only two hours, not two and a half, not three. And being very close to hiking is a big one for us. So we have like, you know, mins from hiking shops. Yeah. And I think we also now we say like spacious hot tub or spacious is a keyword we use a lot. A uh, hot tub, I think is a keyword we always keep in there because that's a huge amenity and one of the main reasons people book our place. And then, you know, we also adjust based on the seasonality. So in the winter, we're going to mention the wood stove, but in the summer, we might replace that with something else. Oh, barbecue. Like we'll, we'll do barbecue in the summer because people are less likely to barbecue like in a snowstorm. So that bio can be a really great spot to just make sure like when and if people find you, they know right off the bat, what are the main things you have to offer? And, you know, I know you can't link or share links to your Instagram, you know, on OTAs, but there's ways you can, you know, try to strategically have that brand so that people, if they, you know, use their brain can figure out what to Google search and find you or, you know, to look you up on Instagram. You know, if you didn't put anything about your Instagram anywhere on the OTA sites, but once people book you, definitely have the link to your Instagram in your auto message or as an auto message, because then they, they can go and they can learn more and get excited and follow you and 
send the profile to their friends who are going with them to get excited. Amazing. And I'm curious when you do welcome guests into your property, do you ask them to tag you on Instagram? I do. I have, you know, we, we put that and I think it's on at least two or three of our auto messages, like before and after. And then we did more recently in the past few months, add some little signs, like small little signs above the light switches in a few spots that say, you know, also ask for a review. So you know, we've gotten, we've gotten some, you know, content from people. I'm, I'm so obsessed. And I, I told, I wish we got much more because I'm like, I want to know what you liked. And I'm just, you know, that host that I just want to follow you and see how you liked it. Cause I just really, I really care. And I'm just curious, even if you put in a lot of effort to do it, I guess my point is, I think a lot of people don't, you know, so I would say like kind of have expectations that, you know, not that many people will probably tag you or whatnot, but if they do, you know, make sure you repost it. We have a story highlight called guest fun. So anytime we, somebody tags us on their story or in a post, you know, we share it to our story when we tag and we put it into that Instagram highlight. So it's always there. And then I do also save anybody who posts us. I save their profile in Instagram under a folder called, you know, guest names. And I use that to send mass, not group DMs, but like I'll copy and paste DMs to people with promotions. I did it when we launched the new house. I sent them the post about the new house. And I said, hey, you know, since you came to Kin House, wanted to let you know we're opening up Kin Cottage. Would love to have you guys there and we'll give you a discount, you know. So it's good to, to save those profiles so you can keep remarketing them in the same way you can text or email. I love that. That's a great idea. I think a lot of times folks obviously have a database within their property management system. Maybe they have email addresses, but the power of getting a DM on social media, I know there's all kinds of research about open rates and how incredibly strong that is from a marketing tool. That's great. Now, you've mentioned brand a few times. I want to go back and touch on that a little bit. You know, so many folks, I think, struggle with the concept of marketing their short-term rental as a business. And successful businesses have successful brands, meaning, you know, it's recognizable. There is retention. Can you give us some overarching tips on ways to build a brand for your short-term rental? What should you be thinking about and how would someone go about building a brand? Yeah, well, I think, you know, starting with a name and a domain that you can also get a matching or very, very similar Instagram account, just so people recognize you as you and not an Airbnb. You know, that's really the big thing that you're trying to fight is that when people book you, you know, when people book us, we want them to think I booked a getaway upstate or I booked through getaway upstate or I booked this house called Kin House. Like we really push the name of the house. So we have the getaway upstate brand and then each name is going to be Kin something which we did only just decide, you know, we got the new house and really trying to think what's the name. And we thought, you know what, let's just every time do kin, whatever it is, you know, maybe it'll be a mansion or a chalet. I don't know what the next one will be, but we're like, there's enough where we can do that. So the next one is kin cottage. And part of that was a branding play. I thought, you know, let's stick with the name kin because the reason we chose kin 
was because we are doing this with it's my husband and I, two cousins who are brothers and sisters and a mutual friend. So we are kin, the people who are, you know, have this investment and this endeavor. And then also you know, we really push as like amazing places to get away with groups of friends and family. So the one house we have, we actually just upped the occupancy to 10, but it's normally six to eight people. And then the new house will be six people. So, you know, they're bigger properties with more space. And so part of our brand is really pushing how family friendly they are, how pet friendly. We decided to embrace embrace pet friendly. So we try to make that really obvious. You want to try to get content or talk about your house to really push those things that are key and important to your space. So that that's part of the branding is are people constantly in different ways able to see messaging about things that make your brand what it is. So again, for us, it's like pet friendly, family friendly, a great place to gather with, you know, larger groups of people. So yeah, you know, always thinking about that and just trying to be a resource for upstate and enjoying all the things there are to do in that area. I think people can get hung up on certain things. You know, we didn't spend an insane amount of time on like the logo, you know, or like colors or things like that. We don't make anything pretty on Canva. (laughs) You know, I just screenshot guest reviews and post those on Instagram. It's one of our like categories of content. So, you know, you don't have to overdo it, but I think it's just kind of pushing in different ways through photos, through copy, through your listing pages, through your website. What are the most most important aspects of your property or properties and kind of constantly push those into people's minds in different ways. I love that. And I think it's fabulous that you just mentioned the fact that you don't do anything pretty on Canva, that your focus for your brand is much more strategic in nature versus tactical in nature. You know, not to say that you don't have a beautiful logo. I'm sure you do. (laughs) But I think, again, so many people can get tripped up on, I have to have business cards or I have to have this amazing website. and we have to crawl before we walk, before we run, you know? So I think baby steps, taking it one step at a time is really important, but starting with the overall mindset of what do we want this brand to be? The other important thing is also just focusing on your strengths or the strengths that you have or the assets or strengths you have available to you. So, I mean, if you are a designer or you have that design. I actually majored in design in college, but you know, if you're a designer or you love you love creating visuals, you love tinkering in Canva, then like yeah, then spend, you know, I was just saying on a different meetup, our guest book is so ugly. It's like not designed at all. It's a Google Doc. It has some icons and it's like totally not pretty at all. But, you know, that that can be something like wow, you have a really nice guidebook. You know, people look at those. So, you know, for us and for me when it comes to marketing, I really like Instagram because I love just also connecting with, again, the community and seeing what's going on in the community and the small businesses. And I go up there. I'm able to go up with my husband. You know, we're, we're up there at least, you know, once a month or so to check on the property and whatnot. So, you know, we're able to go up, take pictures, take pictures as we do things. And we actually go and support the businesses with our own money in general so we can really talk about that stuff, you know, but everyone's not going to have the same assets. Like maybe you love video, maybe you hate taking photos, but you're a really good writer. So maybe you can write some really great captions or write some really beautiful descriptions of like the local businesses. Yeah. I think just thinking about what your strengths are also and focusing on that, because that's what 
you'll have success with and also be able to do more consistently. Like nobody can do everything. I mean, we even have a five of us working on this and we, we still have a crappy looking guest book. So you can't do it all. So you just have to really focus on what's possible and going to be like doable for you as well. I love that. I love that. All right. I would love to switch gears and I want to ask you a series of questions that I'm calling the lightning round. I feel like I need a lightning <laughs> round, you know, like some song or something. but I want you to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. And my first question is, where is your favorite place to vacation? Uh, Negril, Jamaica. And specifically Tenzing Pen Resort. Oh my gosh, if anyone listens to this and they end up going to Tenzing Pen, they have to reach out to me on Instagram or LinkedIn. We went there for our honeymoon. We go back every year now. It's a vacation. It's not traveling. It's the most relaxed I've ever been in my life. And sorry for answering that very long, but to give it a shout out, Negril, Jamaica. Amazing. What's one place you've never been that you would like to visit? I think next on our list would be, oh my gosh, my husband and I have been lucky. We've been able to travel to a good amount of places. I mean, I definitely want to go to Ireland because I'm very Irish. I would say the next place, Budapest, Hungary. My stepdad is Hungarian, so he really wants us to go very badly and I would want to go as well. So that's one of our tops on our next list. There you have it. (laughs) That's an interesting place. There's a lot of video production that goes on in Budapest. So you might be able to find some good videographers to (laughs) capture your content while you're there. (laughs) Now, what's one thing that you know today that you wished you knew when you started out in the world of short-term rentals? I think just making choices more quickly. There's so much information out there and I'm a, you know, I, I really like learning and I like learning new things and that's part of why this has been enjoyable for me. Although there's certain aspects of it that come naturally, like creating the experience and the hospitality. You know, I knew nothing about financing. I knew nothing about like houses themselves (laughs) and things and, and renovations and that sort of thing. And ultimately, I think it's really important to just pick a few resources that you like. So for instance, Short-term rental society was one for me, like becoming a member so I could go to the meetups and get tips from other people, joining your Facebook group, you know, and I joined and unjoined so many Facebook groups and yours is one that I have remained in because it's actually useful and we get, you know, you get a lot of responses fairly quickly and you can search for, you know, old responses as well. So yeah, I think I, I got to a point where, I mean, it sounds crazy, but I was like, I think I've learned everything. I need to just like turn this off and start making decisions. You know, you can read 20 articles about the best sheets for short-term rentals. Oh my God, just decide. (laughs) Like, just pick. One decision is not going to make or break your business. So that would be my biggest advice to people is, you know, yes, learn and educate yourself, but don't spend hours and hours and hours, like so much time learning and reading and listening that, you end up wasting time that you could be doing taking action. Yes. Progress over perfection. Absolutely. And I think so many people get caught up in that analysis paralysis. Exactly. And they may feel like they're not ready. It's kind of like being ready to have a kid, you know, sometimes. Well, I know you don't really learn how to be a parent until you actually have kids. You can read 
40 million parenting books, right? Mm -hmm. But until you go through the experiences of having a child or a short-term rental, you learn things in a different way, right? Yeah. And I, and I think also, you know, just know your weakness in the sense that, you know, you have to just let go of certain things. So, you know, like I mentioned, we're lucky that we have, you know, five of us. So ultimately with, you know, one of our partners, I said, okay, you're going to be the buyer and I'm going to send you these resources and you're going to make the purchases because I would just sit on them and like stress over thread count and reviews and this and that. And so I was like, you know what, she's just going to get this done she'll decide. I know what, you know, again, nothing will make or break anything, but I knew myself that if I was the one to make those decisions, it, you know, it just wasn't a good use of my time. So, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a partner or something like that, you know, or multiple partners, you can hire someone, you know, it can be really worthwhile to have a partner or to hire someone, whether that's, you know, someone local, like a property manager or a virtual assistant, to just help you with certain things that you know you can sort of oversee and give guidance on, but you don't want to be the one doing the thing. Actually, someone just said the phrase, I, I review, I don't do. I was like, okay, that's a good way of putting it. I like it. it. Yeah, I it's like good. it. Okay, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh, I mean, I, I'm always a fan of the, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I like that phrase, you know, I think it's important to surround yourself with smart, encouraging, optimistic people who, you know, challenge you in good ways, who support you. So, you know, I, I, I always try to think about that with friendships and business partnerships and always pushing to make sure I'm around great people and networking with other great people and building relationships. I love that. What is one thing and or person that you're grateful for today? My husband, he and I have been together for, it'll be 14 years in February, married for three, and we work together. We The main thing that I do is I have an e-commerce company called travelcatshop.com, and we sell cat backpacks and cat harnesses and other cat travel accessories. And he and I are both entrepreneurs, so we've had multiple businesses, but that business is the... Uh, first that we've run together and it's our most successful. And he also does the short-term rental project. We do that together as well. So I'm just, it's, it's very special to have a partnership or a partner who you work with and are married to. Yeah. It's That's so cool. So cool. Now you have me wondering, do you cross promote your cat travel accessories in your short-term rental? Oh, well, not really. So we almost had we almost had a guest bring a cat. She said she was bringing the cat, but then the cat stayed at home. But I had this big long conversation with this woman about her cat. We were sending pictures and everything. We do actually have some of our products at the house. So if we ever actually get someone who wants to bring their cat, but it's because we bring our cats sometimes. So it's not necessarily purposeful. But yes, we have like our cat beds and bowls and litter box and things that we sell there so we can use ourselves. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, Emily, before we wrap up, I just want to publicly thank you for being the fearless leader of our digital marketing meetup inside the Short-Term Rental Society. It is such an incredible resource for folks to learn basic foundational strategies, as well as advanced tips and tactics to grow their presence for their short-term rentals online. And I couldn't think of 
anyone better to lead and facilitate that group but you. So I just want to give you a, a big virtual hug here and, and thank you for being the leader of that of that meetup. Great. Well, yeah, no, I appreciate you having me for that. It's It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, it's nice to have a monthly meetup where, you know, now that we've done it for, I think we're on our sixth or seventh one, you know, we, I can see people who come back and the changes they've implemented. And it's always a really great size where everybody can share their experiences, their struggles, their wins. You know, I always bring up everybody's profiles, whether they like it or not, you know, on, on the screen to give live feedback and that sort of thing. And it's been helpful for me too to get inspiration from how different people run their accounts and direct booking websites and whatnot. So it's it's definitely a joy. So I, I look forward to many future meetups. Absolutely. And if anyone listening wants to join Emily for one of the digital marketing meetups, it happens on the fourth Thursday of every month at 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Short-Term Rental Society. And if you are not a member, you can go to strconnections.com to grab your membership. Okay, Emily, I just, again, want to thank you for all that you do. I'm curious if folks want to find out more about you or your properties, where can they find you online? Yeah, so our properties are getawayupstate.com. And I would say the best way to connect with me would be send me a DM through Getaway Upstate on Instagram, because then I'll know you're a short-term rental person. <laughs> but you can also find me on LinkedIn, Emily Miffner. You can see all the other stuff that I'm up to. So those are the two best places, Instagram at Getaway Upstate and on LinkedIn, you can find me under my name. Amazing. Thank you again, Emily. So good to have you. Okay, sister, are you ready to start making your short-term rental dreams a reality, but feeling lost, stuck, or just overwhelmed? Here's what I know for sure. You deserve everything you're dreaming of, and you deserve to get it with ease, support, and joy. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar and watch my free masterclass where you will get the scoop on how to leave your W-2 and start building your dream life with five simple steps. If you're ready to have more time to spend with friends and family doing the things you love, adding a ton of zeros to your bank balance, and start living your short-term rental dream, you need to watch this masterclass. Head over to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar right now to start watching. That's stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar, and I will see you there.